What's up, everybody? I'm Michael Nettemeyer here with Jeff King and Joe Geary, and we are your host of the Whitwin Podcast. Whatever it takes, whenever it's needed, we are talking all things real estate. And today, we want to dive into culture. What is culture and how do you create it? You know, it's something that's very important. It's something that's not talked about a whole lot. I know that some companies do, some companies don't at all. But it's one of the most important things you need to do when starting a company. And it's, it's the biggest thing that's neglected because for whatever reason, people focus on production, which you need to do, but without culture, what do you really have? What are you getting people to buy into if you don't have culture? So for us, it comes down to what exactly, what is culture? What do you guys think about that? What is culture? How do you define culture? I think culture sometimes can be an empty buzzword that people like to throw around like, oh, we have this great culture, we have this great culture, we have this great culture. What the heck does it actually mean? And I think that when you look deeper into it, culture is really who you're surrounding yourself with, like what are the standards that you all subscribe to, how do you, it's a lot about mindset too, especially in a real estate team, because when you have other like-minded people that believe in the same core values as you, a lot of that is what drives culture and actually makes it stand out. Totally agree. I think that's really, you hit the nail on the head there, that it's easy to say, oh, we have great culture. It's another thing to actually live your culture, right? So I think if, if you're on a real estate team and you don't have some core values in place, I mean, what's your team's mission statement? If you don't have a team's mission statement, you need to get one pretty quick. And it needs to be something that you fully believe in. And it doesn't have to be for your clients. Like, like our mission statement is to develop top-tier real estate professionals in a growth-minded environment by providing elite coaching and training resources so they may live a life of abundance. So think about that. Our mission is actually to our team members. And, and that's something we stand behind because part of our culture is that we want to bring people into our world and help them achieve and, and, and live a life of abundance and hit their goals at the highest level not just operating at a scarcity or kind of a mediocre level. And so for us, that's our mission. How do we develop top-tier real estate professionals? So that means for me, how do I continue to better myself so I can continue to bring value to my team? For you guys, how are you continuing to better yourselves so you can bring value to new team members as well? And, and I think that's where culture starts. I mean, it starts at the top, but one thing you have to have an idea of, like, what's important to you? What's important to you in your organization? And I think our mission statement's unique because it is about us. Because at the end of the day, some people might ask, well, why isn't it about your clients? Well, because we're the ones that have to go and actually interact with our clients and take care of clients anyway. So it does. It starts a lot with the individual person and the people on the team as opposed to the people that you're going to service. Because if you miss who it is that's actually interacting with clients, then you're missing out on really who you're supposed to be taking care of to get to the next level and live the life of abundance like how you mentioned. Yeah, I think it's important too that you take care of yourself before you take care of other people because if you don't if you have holes in your business or holes in your bucket, so to say, and you're not able to service your clients the best and you don't know the contracts, know exactly what you're doing. And if you can't establish that and you're not gonna be able to handle customers or give them the best service possible mm-hmm. like we do here. Exactly. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head because with our mission, it's it's customer service is a byproduct of our mission mm-hmm. because we, our mission is to develop top-tier real estate professionals. So if that's our mission and that's what we're striving for every single day and we're developing top-tier real estate professionals, the, the, the next logical, you know, the, the byproduct of that is that we're going to be providing a high level of customer service because we're giving elite training. So for training at the highest level, naturally we're going to be providing a high level of service as well because that is a standard within our team. That's another thing that part of culture is having standards. 
And it's one of the things a lot of teams don't have standards. If you don't have standards, what are you operating on or how do you base performance if you don't have standards? Like, we don't have all that many standards. Like, what's cool is there's not a whole lot of standards written in place, I would say. The big one for us is our lead generation standard. But what's cool is because, and that's six hours a week of outbound lead generation on a triple line dialer. And what's cool, though, is that because we put that standard in place, like all of the other stuff we do that's optional, everybody shows up for Everyone's here script practicing every day at 10. Everyone shows up around the same time around 8, 8.30 in the morning. Everyone lead generates. Everyone is script practicing. Everyone stays for sales training in the afternoon. It's one of those things where it's the, the standard, one standard was put in place and it's developed into helping to start generating culture for our team. And it gives us a ton of structure too. I mean, you think every single day during the week that people show up at 8 or 8.30 in the morning and stay till 5 o'clock, 5.30, 6 o'clock at night in some cases. Mm-hmm. Where, where else do you see that, especially when it's not something like you're mandated to do? It's not, you're not getting paid by the hour to do it, but because of the culture and the people that we have here, you never feel like you're doing it by yourself. And I think that that's why we lean on each other a lot to, to put in the work and to keep going when things get tough. I think that's a good point because how many other – like on a Friday <clears throat> at 5 o'clock – there's still a lot of people in our office oh, yeah. working and plugging away. And I, and I know from experience in other offices I've been to, that's it's not the case. And, and again, this is not us bragging on ourselves by any means, but it, what it is trying to drive, the point we're trying to drive home is that when you start to put these core values in place in a mission statement and what's your vision, what is your vision for your team? Ours is to be the number one real estate team in the world, right? And, and that might sound stupid to some people out there. And, and when I say it, people laugh. Because they're like, oh, yeah, right, you know, like number one in the world, that's, that's a long way to go from where we are today. But that's it. I want it to sound stupid because when we do it, it's just going to prove that, wow, oh, my God, then they're going to look stupid for laughing at us. Exactly. Right? Yep. But it's like when you start creating, putting a big vision out there, and it's not enough just to have that vision. It's not enough just to have that vision of, oh, we're going to be number one in the world and then have no action that follows it. Because you can say it to your blue in the face, but if you're not putting the the, the – basically not putting the priorities in place to, to work toward that goal every single day, then there's no point. Then you, then you do sound stupid. If you have no building blocks, right? Exactly. If you have no plan that's, one, written down, most importantly, mm-hmm. but then, number two, executed on, like you're actually taking the action every single day to get there. It's not enough to talk about it. You actually have to do it and take action, which is where a lot of people fall off. Because mm-hmm. every you could put 100 people in the room, and they could all say, oh, well, my vision is to be the number one real, t- real estate team in the world. But if only one or two or three of those teams actually put steps in place to execute and take action, action the other 97 don't matter right yeah i think that helps create culture too when you paint that big picture and you actually follow through with it because then people know that you're actually serious yeah there's a lot of leaders out there though you know give this big idea and say that they're going to do this this and this mm-hmm. they don't deliver anything and the people don't take them seriously anymore and they don't work as hard because their leader's not doing anything yeah because they're they just sitting on the porch and saying oh we're gonna do 50 million this year and he's just sitting on the porch all day smoking a cigar so he's not <laughs> he's not creating any culture because no one else is going to do any work right? because he's not doing it. Exactly. You lead from the front. And that's a big thing like Band of Brothers. I don't know if you like military stuff out there, but Band of the Brothers, Dick Winters, he talks in his book about leading from the front. And I think that's super important. I remember we were at a business planning thing last year and somebody had said something that I wasn't lead generating because they, they, they don't did. I remember that. remember that. Yeah. But we were talking about lead generation. They're like, well, yeah, but he's not. You know, he's at a point in his business where he's not lead generating and he just outsources all that. And it, and it can't be further from the it's truth. not like, true. I lead yeah. generate every single day. I probably lead generate probably more now than I ever have in the past. And it's because, one, you have to lead by example. So if you're a team lead, 
you have to lead by example. And then what happens is that you're bringing people into your world and they start becoming team leads and they're managing people. They have to lead from the front as well. So it's a trickle-down effect. If you're not doing it, it's like that picture that I like that. Remember we've seen this before, Joe, where you've got the person that's it says oh, yeah, like, it like says leader the horses. Yeah. yeah. yeah and he's got the people yeah. pulling and he's in the back like whipping yeah. them. And then there's the one of the guy in the front, the leader pulling with them. And that's what you need to do when growing a team. That's part of culture. Like, are you in the trenches, so to speak, with your team every single day? Or are you just saying, oh, well, you need to go do this. Go talk to 50 people a day. And, and then when they're not talking to 50 people a day, you're, like, baffled as to why they're not. <laughs> well, it's because you're not talking to 50 people. So why would they? Like, if you're not willing to do it or if you've never done it and you're trying to build a – like, if you were trying to build a sales team based on phone calls like we do here and you've never done it, good luck. Yeah. Like, good luck. <laughs> That's <laughs> all we can say. <laughs> if you're not willing to do it yeah. and to know what your people are going through every single day and the rejection they face and, and, the, and, the, and like, you know, sometimes you can just feel defeated. And if you don't have good culture, like, when people feel defeated, they're going to walk out. And they're going to be like, this sucks. This is not for me. This is terrible. It's different when you're actually doing it with them because you know exactly what they're going through. You know where their mindset are. You're feeling the same thing, and you can keep people motivated. And that's what culture is. It's about leading from the front, leading by example, and, and showing good habits and consistency every single day and not just talking the talk like you said, Joe, where it's easy to say, oh, I can do $50 million, $100 million, $500 million. And then it was like, ooh. And then in the next year, <laughs> you do $5 million or whatever, right? And it's because you didn't put in the action to, to hit your goal. And so that's the thing. Does your calendar, I like this saying too, does your calendar match your goals? Because a lot of people will say, and this goes a little off culture, but a lot of people say, well, I've got this lofty goal. Well, what's your calendar look like? How much time have you, because the thing is to hit success, you have to look at increments. Like you're probably not going to go from selling zero <coughs> to a hundred million by tomorrow, but you need to look at increments. Like one thing for us is looking at, okay, what are the, what's the top one and two and three in our market? How many listings do they carry? anywhere from like 50 to 70. So how quickly can we get to over 50 listings? And that's a goal of ours that we've just hit. So that's one increment. Now we've, we're carrying as much inventory as the number one, two, and three agents in, in our market. Well, now it's, okay, what are top teams in the world? What are they carrying? Is it 100? Is it 200? Now that's our next increment is to get to that. So it's not enough to just have culture. You have to have action behind it as well. But the other thing I like, and you touched on this too, Joe, is core values. So it's kind of like the glue that holds it all together. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and and what is it like? What are your your core values? So let's just give them an example of some of our core values. One of them's always be learning, right? What else do we have? Don't Extreme cut corners. Ownership. Extreme ownership. Stay humble. Stay humble. And I think never give up is a big one too, especially since we hit the phones all the time, and it's e- it's very easy to give up in this business, especially mm-hmm. when you're just getting rejected over and over and over again. And that's something that really stands out to me, just to never give up, because you just got to keep, you know, grinding the X every day and trying to get better. Exactly, it's easy to give up in this business, so you've got to have core values and you have to live by them, because always be learning too. I love that one because you want to surround yourself with people that are learning based. Right, So learning-based people, if you start surrounding yourself with people that want to get better, because like Jim Rohn always says, he used to say, he'd say self-education, or excuse me, uh, formal education will make you a living, self-education, self can't talk, <laughs> self-education will make you a fortune. Are you surrounded by people that are wanting to get better? The average person reads one book a year, right? So are you, are you that person? Are you less than that person as far as are you reading nothing a year? What if you were surrounded by people reading a book a week? or two books a week, or, or more. I mean, what kind of culture would you have there? If you become, that's the thing too, like who is the person you need to become to hit your goals? 
And that's something that I think is really important too because who do you need to become? If your goal is to do 100 million in sales, what person do you need to become? Because chances are the person you are today is not the person you will be when you hit 100 million dollars in sales. And so, and, and, and likewise, what culture do you need to develop to attract the right people to get on the same mission as you and then hold it all together. And then hold it all and together. And that's the trick. And I, and I like what you talked about with like the people that read a book a week. Because if you're around people that are reading and learning, that means that they're also sharing and teaching. And once you have all of those different pieces in place, you're learning and teaching and sharing and teaching each other even outside of just what you've learned from reading. And one thing that I like as well too is once you refuse to be average or you refuse to be like the statistic or to accept like in the industry of, oh, we're going to sell three homes a year because that's the average. You know, just last, just this week, even Monday and Tuesday of this week, we did Boulder, which was our intense lead gen, which is also part of our culture at the end of every month. And there was within the first two days, like 12 hours, six hours a day on the dialer. Where else do you see that, that we're hitting in most cases, normal weeks of the month anyway, six hours being our weekly target in now one day. Mm-hmm. And we did it back-to-back days, two days of the week already, right. and it's only Wednesday. And we don't get paid for that, so. Absolutely, and it's all right. later business, yeah. right. right. And so, in, and especially, too, to take it a next step further is to not quit. Because no matter how many people that you talk to, I know I talked to over 250 people and didn't set an appointment, but didn't quit. And it's a matter of now I have 10-plus follow-ups that's later money, but there's $25,000 worth of follow-ups easy on commissions, right. that it's it's money that will be generated. But you don't just quit and give up like, oh, no, talked to 250 people, didn't set an appointment, that was a failure. Because that's the opposite, complete opposite. And I think that shift in mindset, too, of developing a culture that's not always worried about right now, right here money, which is great, don't get me wrong, but it's also that long-term that we're in this because we're committed to our profession, right. which is another one of our core values, that we're in this for the long term. I agree. I think it's a great point because you're right. It's so easy to give up, and in, in especially with like the intense lead gen we did the last two days. You're absolutely right. Like that's the one thing too. Like if you don't have culture on that, you're, people aren't going to do it because you're right. That was one of the cool things. I think I sent you that in a message. Was that dude, last year nobody complained? Exactly. Yes. yes. We did. We talked to over 100 people on Monday and over 100 people on Tuesday. Over 12 hours on the dialer in two days. There was not one complaint about this is stupid. It's too loud in here. I can't hear. <laughs> Turn the music down. Turn the music down. <laughs> there was like there was not one yeah. complaint, and I thought that was so cool because it shows people are buying in, and the reason they're buying in is because they see that it works. Right. And I think that's a big thing too because like if this didn't work, people would not buy in. Exactly. Right. And, and the thing is, even for our new people, it's not working for them yet. Because like if they're a week in, they're two weeks in. This was their first boulder ever. First boulder mm-hmm. ever. They didn't set any appointments. But what they did see was they saw everybody else setting appointments. They saw other they, new people setting appointments too. They saw new and actually, setting. shout out to yeah. Sharon because she did set several appointments. She, she's yeah. had three appointments. First boulder, I think. Maybe second. It's but her second. Second boulder, mm-hmm. okay. And, and that's how quick this happens though. Right. Like two months into it, you're setting appointments, you're going on appointments, you're getting listings, and you're making business happen. Like you are creating your economy which is directly tied to the work that you put in. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's cool is without the culture, though, like this doesn't exactly. work. Exactly. You wouldn't put in the work. Right. Because right. mm-hmm. what would happen is that, like, if, if I were saying, okay, go do this, guys. Go do this boulder thing. You're going to talk to 200 people. <laughs> and days. then you go sit in your office. And then I sit in my yeah. office and shut the door. <laughs> Here's some candy. Yeah. 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 I'll order you lunch. Here's the presents, right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it doesn't work. And so that's where 
if you're thinking about growing a team, you need to start by sitting down. And it's, it might seem not important, but it's extremely important. What is your vision for your team? What What is your mission? What are your core values? What do you truly believe and what will you not like bend on? Yeah, right. You know, if one of your core values is don't cut corners and you have somebody that's cutting corners all of the time, and we heard this on that Arte syndicate, right? Yeah. Like they, they live by their core values. So if one of theirs isn't don't cut corners, but there might be something similar. But if one of your core values is don't cut corners and somebody's cutting corners constantly, you can take them and be like, okay, one of our core values is not to cut corners. In, in the last five instances, you've done this, 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 this. Right? Are they living by your values? And, and really, it's, it's your standards. Like, what do you really uphold and what's important to you in a standard? Because if your standards aren't important to you, they're not going to be important to somebody else. Right. So you can put your standards on the wall and you can put your values and your vision and everything like that. But if it's not really important to you and it's just something that you just sat down for a couple minutes and you're like, oh, yeah, kind of this might be cool. Because somebody else said this. you needed to have standards. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> Don't put standards in place because we're telling you you should have standards yeah. in place. You need to put standards in place because there are things you live by and that you fully believe in and that you're going to execute on every single day. If one of your standards is to stay humble – and you're not humble. Don't make it a standard. <laughs> like, like, or, you know, or if you're, if it's stay humble, and there's someone on your team that isn't staying humble, mm-hmm. point out to them in the moment what core value are they either living or not living by in that case. And if they can't tell you, then they need to go back and look at the core values. Right. But if you can't even have that simple conversation of what core value are you living or not living, then that's a big miss too, because you might as well not have them at all. I yeah. think it's important too to connect the core values to the vision. Mm-hmm. So then that way it's easy to explain to someone like, hey, you're not being humble, you're being super egotistical and mm-hmm. you're right. all mm-hmm. over. Yeah. You know, that doesn't connect to our vision. If we want to yeah. be the number one team in the world, you gotta be humble because we're gonna get punched in the face a whole lot on our way. Absolutely, yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think too, with your values and your vision and your mission, make it known. Like don't do it once and put it in a book and yeah. then never look at it again. Let people so one of the things we're starting on Monday with our values, and Joe, you thought of this. It was a great idea was we're going to do a book club around our values. So we're doing a book that ties into each one of our values. So every single month, everybody on our team, like our first one, always be learning. We're going to read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's to expand your mindset, always be learning, always be thinking and wanting to get better. So that's a book we're going to do. Then we'll do a book that ties into Don't Cut Corners. We're going to do a book the following month on Be Committed to Your Profession. So every single month, somebody on our team, our team will be reading a book together. And we'll discuss it at the end of the month at our team meeting. And what's cool about that is now we've got 12 books. Everybody on our team is reading at least 12 books a year. The average person reads one. Our team's reading 12. We have a 12x 12x, baby. (laughs) 12x (laughs) advantage over over the competition. So think about that. Now think if you did two books a month or three, or you're you're just increasing that much more. Because here's the thing, too. For you trying to grow a team, for the leaders out there that are trying to grow teams, and for people within teams that are leading teams within teams, it's your job is to read. And what I mean by that is your job is to how do you build your basically your base of knowledge so that you can keep pouring into people and helping them? How do you develop more leaders and team? And the key is you read more. You model from you model successes that other people have had and you can take that and bring that into your business and share that with your team members and make them more successful because you're sharing what you're learning. Your job becomes to read. So if you're not a reader and it's easy to say I'm not a reader you know, Go get an Audible and get download an Audible. Yeah. Book. Audible gosh. book, it's a great app. It's about $15 a month maybe. Yep. Mm-hmm. You get a book a month. So you can start with that, listen to it in your car. If nothing else, you have podcasts galore. Go listen to That's podcasts. Right. They're free. I listen to podcasts all the time. Ed Milet, Grant Cardone, Andy Fursella. These are some great podcasts out there. And 
start doing that. It's free. It doesn't so you can't even make that excuse. You don't have to read, and it doesn't cost any money. All you have to do is listen. Put it and on you your car. Just make like a commitment. Basically, like we're committed to and our just profession. Do it. Just make a commitment mm-hmm. to learning at least read ten pages a day, or at least listen to one podcast a day. Yeah. Just something so you're getting better every day, even if it's just a little bit. Because over time, it will compound. And, it compounds. You know, yeah. At the end of a month, you might have read you know one book, but at least you'll find one golden nugget from that book that's exactly. going to make you yeah. you know five hundred thousand or a million dollars within the next two or three years totally agree yeah it's like you said just starting with that habit that's actually a book I just read Atomic Habits and then it's also it's a very similar book to Compound Effect but it's small insequential changes that turn into a big change over time so it's like parking a little bit further every day and you take a few extra steps over time that's an extra I don't know 10 miles that you walked or whatever but yeah like you said small make small changes in your life really if you really want to change make massive changes but to (laughs) take massive (laughs) to be consistent You take small changes like that, Joe, and start adding that into your life, and it becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. 30 to 60 days from now, that's going to be a habit, and it's something you'll take with you forever. So read, 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 and develop your culture. If you have a team right now and you haven't done this, get it in place. Sit down with your team members. That's what we did. We sat down and said, what's our mission? What's our values? What do we believe in? Uh, and so if you, if you haven't done this, do an exercise with your team on developing your culture. But then you need to live by it. It's not enough just to put it on paper and say, oh, we did it. It's you need to live by it every single day, and you need to lead by example. So hope that helps. Anything to add before we sign off here, guys? Looks good. Yeah. All right. Well, then get it done. Mission, vision, values. Put it in place. Write it down. Document it and live by it. And we'll see you next time.